This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matter to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by HVAC Trustbooks. Go to HVACTrustbooks.com to discover how this tool can help you close more sales. Thank you for joining us. Here is how we will help your business and you today. Fall is just about here. Today's podcast and next week's podcast will get you ready to have a profitable fall. So let's get started. First thing I'd like you to do is to pull out your tickler files from last winter. No tickler files? Mm, you probably have them. Now, tickler files just is when the customer last spring said, nah, I don't want to replace that motor or that relay let's wait until next fall because i'm not going to need it that much longer and so what you probably should have done was put that service ticket either electronically in a file or actually put a file in somebody's desk drawer back in the old days we actually had a file drawer in a desk labeled tickler now most of it can be done electronically by just putting a tickler category on your dispatch board over the over to the left similar to what you have for unassigned and parts on order and things like that so your tickler file should actually grow at the end of seasons because people a lot of people say well i'll just wait till next year to either you know fix a heating problem or fix a cooling problem you're probably hearing a lot about that right now at the end of summer where people say now just do it next spring put it in a tickler file so for last year's tickler file if you haven't started one start it now but for those of you who have started it please review last year's tickler files and you're going to find a lot of work and if you didn't have a tickler file if you have a way to do it go through all the service tickets from let's say last february or march and see whether somebody wrote on the service ticket they will replace it next spring and voila you have a tickler file so start it or review it all right <clears throat> the next thing i want you to think about is a fall service agreement contest and yes i am reminding you about having a strong maintenance agreement base those of you who've built the program over the past few years see the benefits those of you who haven't started now's a really great time to do it but these activities should be in your fall plan so what's in your service agreement contest and what i like to do is have a contest where everybody wins or everybody loses i found over the years that if we held a service agreement contest that if we did it so that somebody won and everybody else lost the person who was farther ahead everybody else quit trying or somebody had many, many more opportunities than some other people's, and that's not exactly fair either. So what I like to do, especially with service agreement contests, is the whole group wins or the whole group loses. And at that point, you're in a situation where everybody's got a spree de corps. Everybody keeps trying no matter what. And if somebody's ahead, then they can help the others along and, and give them pointers and help them because they know it's the group that wins. It's not only he who enrolls the most service agreements, it is, or she who enrolls the most service agreements, it's the entire team. 
So what I, what you'll do is you'll put together, let's say, October, November, December, and ask each person who's going to be involved in the contest, how many do you think you can enroll in November? How many do you think you can enroll in, De in October? How many you can enroll in November? How many you can enroll in December? And each person gets a number. And then you put numbers, how much they actually did next to it. And you add all the estimated up and you add all the actual up and hopefully the actual beats the estimated number. And what I like to do also with these types of contests is have a really fun prize. Um, a lot of times when we do them in the summer, it's a sporting event or a community event or something along those lines. And you might want to do, since it's around Christmas time on holiday season, excuse me for not being politically correct, but it's, a, it's holiday time and people might want a gift card or something along those lines just so that they have something that they can buy for themselves or buy for a loved one or friend. So that's what happens. You know, we decide as a group what's going to happen if everybody wins. It's usually a gift card around the holiday season. And we also decide what's going to happen if you don't make the goal. And usually the first time we do this, your techs will look at you and your dispatchers will look at you and go, wait a minute, we have to do something if we don't make the goal? And it's like, yeah, well, we're giving you something extra for making it other than your spiffs. Why wouldn't you give up something or do something if you don't make it? Well, they get, okay. Yeah. So what's the penalty for not making goal? My favorite penalty is this. Each person teaches a 10 or 15 minute segment at one of the service meetings and brings the donuts or some refreshment for the meeting. Now, I promise you, none of your techs like getting up in front of their peers and teach something of your choosing if you're the service manager or the owner. And what are you going to choose? You're going to choose something that they're weak on. So if they're weak in reading wiring diagrams, they're going to teach wiring diagrams. If they're weak in refrigeration cycle, they're going to teach refrigeration cycle. So it's really the type of thing that everybody wins, even though they don't think they're winning. Um, it helps everybody from the esprit de corps. Right. So my rule of service agreement revenues is that they should cover the overhead of your company. And those of you who've started doing this over the past couple of years and start focusing on it, you're going to see overhead covered more and more and more and more. And as a result of it, you're going to sleep better and better and better at night. You know, think about it. If your entire overhead is covered, then you can sleep better at night. You don't have to worry about slower seasons. You know that you have a great group of customers who trust you, and you also can make sure that you have work for all of your technicians, preferably your maintenance technicians who are growing, and it works. All right, so Tickler Files is number one. Maintenance Agreement Contest is number two. When we get back from break, I'll talk some more about getting ready for fall. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. Do you ever have warranty leak issues? One of Ruth King's clients did about four years ago. Thousands of dollars in expense and unhappy customers. She solved this problem for him though. How? With a leak letter that every customer must sign when a service technician discovers a refrigerant leak. Once they implemented the letter, there were no more warranty leak headaches. No warranty leak callbacks. Happier customers. The surprising result was more replacement sales too. To get a copy of the leak letter for free, 
Just send Ruth an email at ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. That's ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. You can't. That's what my daughter Kate told me when I said I wanted to make financials fun. The gauntlet was laid down. The red blanket was waved in front of the bowl. Ronin the Rubber Duck was born. This ebook is a whimsical look at financials from a duck's perspective. To get this fun, easy-to-read Kindle book, go to Amazon and search for Ronan the Rubber Duck Dives into Financials. That's R-O-N-A-N, the Rubber Duck Dives into Financials. Let me know if I made financials fun for you. We're back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. Before the break, I gave you my first two things to do to get ready for fall. The first one is to go through your Tickler files, and the second one is a fall maintenance agreement contest. Now, I know during the break, some of you are saying, but we're commercial. Yes, commercial can do it too, but commercial is more from a leads perspective. It's not necessarily the technicians can enroll maintenance agreements that are commercially oriented. They really and truly turn over the lead and a salesperson or project manager or your service manager or the owner of your company actually closes the maintenance agreement. Uh, think about it. You know, From a commercial perspective, your technicians are the eyes and ears. They see the condition of the customer's equipment, and they should never, ever, ever assume that maintenance isn't being performed. I have seen so many cases where schlock heating and air has come and done the maintenance, and they just kick the tires. They don't do the cleanings that are necessary. There's filters left on the roof, and you all have seen this. So the question that they really should say is, when was the last time you had maintenance on your equipment? And then let the customer respond, all right? And then if they haven't had maintenance, the technician can say, well, maintenance improves the efficiency of your system, which means that you'll save money on your utility bills and the people in your office or in your store will be more comfortable. Um, I can set up for one of my comfort consultants, my maintenance manager, whomever the title is, come out and do your survey and give you a quote. And the customer's either going to say yes or they're going to say no. And the technician gets a spiff for setting up the appointment. So for those of you who are commercial, you can do it that way. I would suggest that whether it's residential or commercial, set a goal that makes the company stretch. It's something that's really, really important and something that will provide benefits for years to come. Now, let's take a look at how many is realistic. My research shows that about 30% of homeowners will enroll in some type of maintenance plan. It might be a plumbing one, it might be a heating and air one, it might be a pest control one, you know, any type of maintenance plan. So if you have 100 customers, about 30 of them should enroll in maintenance. And they're not going to do it immediately. It may take two or three times for them to get used to it, but eventually they will enroll in it. And when you're setting up the contests or even the leads for commercial, how many opportunities do they have? You know, if they say they want to enroll 100 maintenance agreements, you need 300 opportunities. Do you have that? And the only way to find that out is looking at last year's service calls, non-maintenance service calls, obviously. Okay. So those are some of the things that you can do with a um, maintenance perspective. All right. The other thing that I would like you to do, and you probably think that this is crazy, 
but I want you to review every single proposal you had that was a heating type proposal for the past year. The past year. It's really amazing, and I've made my clients do this over the years, how many people just gave up. They stopped thinking about it. They stopped, and nobody called them back, or nobody contacted them, or nobody sent them an email, or somebody sent them a text. Um, and I would go through every single proposal that you've had for the past year. You would be surprised how many of them are going to turn into sales. Do not be surprised if the customer says, is the price still good? Now, given the price increases that we've had over the past year, the price may or may not still be good. And you can say, well, Mrs. Jones or you know, company ABC owner, we've had three equipment price increases in the past year, so I'm going to have to recalculate the pricing. But they're interested. You're the only one who followed up you know, six months, a year later, whatever it is. Don't be surprised where some have bought. And those you might say, well, after your one-year warranty period, we'd like the opportunity to talk to you about maintenance. And some of them will say yes, and some of them will say no. However, you'll get some who do say yes. And the fact that you followed up, you'll also hear the comment, gosh, you're the only one who's followed up after all this time. Yeah, let's just do it. And I've seen that happen also. It really and truly does happen. So go pull out all of your files of all the equipment that you've proposed in the past year, starting with last year's heating season, and see what you find out. It, telephone calls, emails, texts, whoever, you know, whatever is easiest for you should give you the opportunity to at least talk to the customers. Those, and some will respond, some will not but you have an opportunity to generate additional sales when it is something that you've already put time, effort, and energy into it. Why wouldn't you do it? All right. So those are the three things that I would do just to set up to get ready for fall. I would make sure you look through your tickler files from all your service calls from everybody who said, yeah, I think I'll wait till next fall to repair this. And if you haven't done tickler files until now everybody who says nah i think i'll wait till next spring guess what that begins your tickler file make sure you have your maintenance agreement contest both for residential and commercial commercial will be for leads and then make sure you go through all of your tickler files both residential and i mean excuse me your your proposal files both residential and commercial for the past year and see what happens. You would be amazed at how much work that you'll find in your tickler files. And tickler files can be residential or commercial. Some tickler files for commercial are called quotes. It depends upon how you call them in your company. But call the customers. You'll get a lot of work in the door, and you'll be able to make sure that you maintain your customer systems for the long term. That's what I suggest. That's the first three things that you want to do to make sure that you get ready for fall. Thanks for joining us. Choose one thing that you discovered and implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money, too. For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.